Hello, and welcome to Haddonfield. I'm Nick Lathan. And I'm Peyton Lynch. Remember me? <laughs> yes, he's back, everybody. You're like, who's that voice? It's Peyton Lynch. He's back. He's from season one. I don't know if anybody from season one even listens to the show anymore. But yeah, we're back in Haddonfield, and we're talking Halloween Kills, because we both just saw it. It came out uh, the day of this release. came out a week ago. And Peyton, I figured we would do like a little uh, non-spoiler talk about the movie. Okay, then, that sounds good. And then quickly do a spoiler-filled one because most of for sure. are spoilers. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay. So um, what was? Uh, I'm trying to think how we normally do this podcast. Um. Yeah. How? What? Well, initial reaction. What did you think about the movie? Um, I liked it. I mean, I th- I think going into it, um, there's been a lot of um, naysayers online. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to hear what you think, but um, yeah, I I mean, I had a fun time. I thought that it. I mean, and I saw it in the theater too, which I think helps. So like. I heard, you know, I got that visceral experience of, like, hearing people's reactions and being like, don't go in there and that kind of stuff. And, like, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe because I knew, like, some people didn't like it, I kind of went in with lower expectations. But I had a fun time. I thought, like, there were definitely some things where I was like, okay, maybe not the direction that I would have gone in, but I can see it happening. And, um... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... I also went into it knowing that there's another movie coming after this. So I that, I think that it does suffer a little bit from being a middle movie knowing that another movie is coming. That was that was the main problem I had with the movie. Yeah. Is that, because from Halloween, like the last one, you didn't know that another one was coming. Yeah, they didn't I mean, know if they were going to get a sequel or not, if it was going to do well. Which these movies usually... They're going to make a sequel. Yeah. But you don't know for sure. So, like, yeah. watching this movie is just like, it. Like I'm just, the whole time I'm just watching it going like, yeah, it's fucking, yeah, they're making another movie. So, like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't know. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, yeah, my initial reaction when I first, I watched it twice, um, mm-hmm. both times on Peacock because, uh, listen, I fucking love staying home. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> but I did miss that. Because when you and I, we went to go see Halloween 2018 together, and that was a in great... In the theater. Yeah, it yeah, was that a great w- time. That was a fun time. It was a great... Yeah. Because like, normally I don't get scared watching movies, but mm-hmm. horror movie gives off that, uh, you know, it's been studies that people watch horror movies in a crowded room together, then you, they feed off each other's energy. So I definitely fed off definitely. some people's fear. Uh, much like um, my, my boy Pennywise, that boy Pennywise, <laughs> just soaking all in the fear. But he yeah, just, just gobbles it up. Yeah, but just watching this by myself, I was just like, mostly, I don't know, just because we've watched all the movies for the podcast and I've yeah, watched, you yeah, know, we've watched You're them all multiple times. Yeah. yeah. But um, that was my initial reaction was just like, it was kind of disappointing and it was also, it sucks knowing there's going to be another movie. But my second yeah. watch was like, okay, yeah, this movie's actually pretty good. Oh, it's, nice, nice. It's very different. They do a lot of shit differently. And, like, yeah. props to them for, like, juggling. They juggled so much shit in this movie. 
And you yeah. don't realize how good of a job they do it until like you just sit and think about it. Like they had to juggle three generations of Strodes, two generations of Elams, <laughs> and then you had to deal with Officer Hawkins and all his stuff. And then also Haddonfield's reaction to Michael and then Michael's stuff. And then, God, I'm just trying to think what all, all they did. And like, yeah, further explain more backstory, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think did I, a lot of great stuff. I think I appreciated that it like, um, like as, as much as I would have liked to have seen more of the Strode family in this movie, I think obviously the focus is going to be on them in the last one. Mm-hmm. And, and I appreciated that it widened the scope of like how it was affecting all of Haddonfield and some of the other survivors that we didn't get to see in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rank it as like the best one, but no, 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 of course not. <laughs> I forget how I, I keep. I keep. I can, I don't know if I like Halloween because right now my ranking is Halloween, Halloween, Halloween four. No wait, no. What's my ranking? I think it's Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, Halloween two, Halloween four, Halloween three, and then and H two O. Then this one. But I think I don't know. I gotta go to my ranking. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I saw it on Letterboxd, and I remember. Yeah, yeah right now I got Halloween, Halloween, which uh, I'm not going to tell you which Halloween's number one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you should know, listeners. Yeah, Hall- you got Halloween, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween 4, Halloween 2, then H2O, then 3, then Kills. So that makes it seventh on the list. But I, the more I think about it, the more I like it more than H2O. So I may have nice. to rank this one at number five. Out of yeah. twelve, yeah, I like H two O, and I I rewatched it. I rewatched a, a few of them before this new one. Mm-hmm. I rewatched one, two, I think four. H two O, um, and I do love H two O, but it is so like of its time, and it's like it. I think it suffers for not being in Haddonfield. It's very weird. Like that's and that's why. I think my H2O and Halloween 3 are both, like, neck and neck with each other in my listing. Yeah. Because they both take place in California. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very weird. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't fucking think about... Even though even though Halloween was filmed in South Pasadena. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I, I just... It's just weird that a Halloween movie takes place in California. Because I just think, yeah. Because yeah, Midwest is just that fall. Mm-hmm. Which is another thing about this movie that's weird. Is that they filmed it, I think they filmed it in Wilmington, where they filmed, like, they filmed Blue Velvet there, they filmed Maximum Overdrive and Evil Dead 2 were all filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, nice. Yeah. And Wilmington, North Carolina, it just, did, like, they filmed this, the last movie in South Carolina, and mm-hmm. that m- looked more like the Midwest to me than North yeah. Carolina. Because there's a shot in the opening of the movie that were like, oh, yeah, look at Haddonfield. And it's hilly as hell. And I'm like, have yeah, y'all yeah. never been to <laughs> Illinois? <laughs> they, like, look over a vista. <laughs> yeah, they, it looks like that op- the shot from E.T. Whenever E.T. goes over the hill yes, and you can see the yes. city. That's what it looks like. <laughs> and with, like, a radio tower and all that stuff. And I'm just like, that's not Illinois. That is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's just that's weird. very true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, yeah, this movie, I, the parts that were cool to me is, it draws heavily from Halloween 4, 
and Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, which I think is a, an odd mixture, but it's very cool at the same time. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some And I thought it was not- interesting how they not really retconned things, but sort of added to the to the mythos of, like, the original night um, and still, like, pulled it back from, like, the original material. Yeah. Which, yeah, we pretty much, um, I don't know. It's kind of out. I don't know if it's really a spoiler. I'm trying to avoid shit. Yeah, yeah. Avoid spoilers. Yeah, yeah, we've gone nine minutes, so, all right, we're officially about to enter (laughs) spoiler country, so turn it off now, everybody. Or, you know what, if you're like, I'm convinced I'm going to see the movie, and then go back and watch the movie, and then come back and listen to the rest of this episode. So, it'll be spoilers starting now. But before we get to the spoilers, Peyton. Mm Mm-hmm. Joe Bob Briggs today. Yes, yes. I was going to ask if you were going to do the... Joe Bob Briggs released his official review of <gasps> Halloween Kills. Oh, I need to see that. And it is on the Lost... Does he give the... Um, oh, yeah, we're does... about it. Oh, yeah, the rundown. Don't jump ahead. I'm Peyton. sorry, I'm sorry. Go, 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 go. <laughs> so if you go to patreon.com slash the lost drive-in, um, mm-hmm. it is a Patreon account that's like features a lot of like... Uh, I think it's ran by Darcy the Mail Girl from The Last Drive-In. But they yeah. post like a bunch of uh, clips from like Monster Vision and Joe Bob's uh, Drive-In Theater and stuff like that. So, but yeah, Joe Bob Briggs posted his official review, which is glowing. He loved the movie. So Nice. That's the only opinion that matters, really. Yeah, but here are the official drive-in totals from Joe Bob Briggs. We have... 43 dead bodies, which I counted 28, but I'm not going to argue with you about. <laughs> uh, one dead dog, fire axe hacking, chainsaw face chewing, one bleeding stomach wound, one motor vehicle crash, one death plunge resulting in sidewalk goo, eye stabbing, body stabbing, pitchfork to the back, <laughs> stomach goring, mask ripping, fa- fence impalement, self-medicating syringe butt ramming, <laughs> Sentimental bloody cleaver pr- preservation. <laughs> Multiple backstabbing with <laughs> designer cutlery. Cleaver to the armpit followed by bloody eyeball gouging. Razor blade pranking. Fluorescent lightning... Ru- <laughs> fluorescent... I can't see this. They're tongue twisters. Fluorescent lightning, lighting rod to the neck with twist. Multiple staircase tumbling. Brain bashing followed by neck snapping. Hardcore bullying, gratuitous singing mermaids, gratuitous close-up chest cavity surgery, (laughs) gratuitous profane ventriloquism, gratuitous pumpkin splattering, bloody... These are so long. Bloody footprint foo, toy drone foo, baseball bat foo, final image of the movie confusion foo, driving Academy Award nominations for Will Patton as Officer Hawkins who says he needs to die and I'm the one who's going to get him. Jamie Lee Curtis for screaming, let him burn when she thinks the fire department might get get to Michael in time. Uh, Diva Tyler as the drone fan who says, there's a big guy in our bathroom and he's wearing a monster mask. Robert Longstreet as Lonnie for keeping an arsenal in his truck and rocking the Steve Bannon hair. <laughs> it's hard to get through these because they're making me laugh so much. Andy Medichick is Allison, Laurie Stroh's granddaughter, for wanting to kick some ass and saying, Tonight we hunt him down. Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy Doyle, the bat wielding Kill Michael community organizer, who gets the whole town chatting, Evil dies tonight. Scott MacArthur is Big John for dancing to Pete Antel's Stop, Look, and Listen while imbibing. 
Michael McDonald as Little John for saying, Michael, you've come home. Ross Bacon as the wrong place, wrong time, escaped mental patient. Judy Greer as Karen, daughter of Lori, voice of common sense. James Jude Courtney as the indestructible cyborg Michael Myers has become. And Scott Teams, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green, the guys in the writer's room who organized all that Halloween lore into a comprehensible tale. And especially director David Gordon Green for doing things the driving way. Four stars. Joe Bob says, (laughs) check it out. Oh, man. Very nice. That was very fun to read. I read it once at work, and then this is the second time I've read it. But yeah, I actually went back and watched the movie and did my own driving totals. Nice. And gratuitous ventriloquism was definitely on my list. (laughs) Yeah, it's very funny. I didn't feel like it was that gratuitous, but I guess that it was on there at all was gratuitous. Yeah. I mean, gratuitous singing... Singing mermaids. Yeah, self-medicating syringe butt ramming was a lot better than what I wrote. I forget what I wrote. Oh, man. I love that um, that uh, the mermaids were playing pool later on in the movie. Yeah. Was, yeah. It was so weird uh, how festive everybody was in this bar. But the, well, they had they didn't find out until later that Michael yeah. was out and about. Yeah. Well, it's like everybody was in costume except for the bartender who had to work that <laughs> night, and then the the, the Doyle crew, as mm. I'm going to call them. <laughs> anyway, the Scooby Doo um, gang, basically. Yeah. So before we get into spoiler country, I want to get into previously on Halloween. <laughs> This is I, I rewatch when I watched this Friday night. I watched Halloween 2018 before this one, mm-hmm. and I was like, I got to keep a total of all the shit that happens to Michael because it's you know back to back. So yeah, he it's got the same he, night. Yeah, yeah. So he gets shot. He gets shot twice. Once in the shoulder by Laurie when she first sees him, and then in the neck by Karen later in the movie. Mm-hmm. He gets hit by an SUV. <laughs> His fingers <laughs> get blown off by a shotgun. Uh, oh, I forgot to look to see if he's had all those fingers in this movie. I feel yeah, like he um, did. later in the movie when he's uh, when Little John goes to investigate the back door, you can see a bloody handprint. It's only three. Yeah, fingers. yeah. Oh, nice, nice. And Catch. then, um, yeah, he's hit with a cast iron skillet, and then Allison slashes him in the arms a bunch of times because he grabs onto Karen, and mm-hmm. then he's set on fire. And that's that's in the first <laughs> movie, and then in this one, yeah. <laughs> anyway, whew, yeah, I took gratuitous notes. Um, so yeah, we open on Cameron finding Hawkins, which I think the pe- I think the people who made this movie listen to the podcast because there's a lot of <laughs> shit in this movie that made me go, "What the? F- that- we said that we we because <laughs> I remember lamenting that Will Patton died, and I think they listened yeah, to it yeah. and go, you know what, we're going to do Nick a solid and have Will Patton. I feel live. like I feel like yeah, I feel like they um. There's another character that lived that I was like, oh, I thought they were dead, and I wanted them to live. So yeah, but yeah, Will Patton was definitely a big one. Which, <laughs> For sure, I'm glad he came back. Yeah, which and it's really cool how they set it up. Is like, yeah, he needs to die, and I'm the one who's going to get him. And then we go to the f- <laughs> the flashback, which. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the filmmakers for giving Jim Cummings another cop role. I don't know if you've seen Thunder Road and The Wolf of Snow Holler. I have not. I have not, but I saw that he had been a cop in other films. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is the Jim Cummings uh, cop cinematic universe, the JCCU. (laughs) Or the JCCCU. Is that number, run number C's? I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah, that was a. Uh, I I loved the flashback stuff because like it just it it's it's Halloween two, but not really Halloween two. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought that they did it well. Um, when they first did, I was like, oh, I wonder why they're doing this. But I think that it was good and it answered the question of like how Michael was captured and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Which, um, yeah, I think it's funny whenever because uh, Pete McCabe is Jim Cummings' character talks about. He's like, yeah, I used to hang out with Michael when we were kids. Yeah, which is like a mm-hmm. weird like. How do you hang out with like a pre six year old Michael Myers? That's so crazy. But he talks about how weird he was as a kid. Yeah. yeah. And then also apparently that um, when I listen, I re listened to your episode on Halloween two thousand eighteen, and apparently that was a sequence that they were going to put in the first movie, but then they mm-hmm. cut it. Yeah. Out for time. Yeah. Which I'm glad they did because yeah. that one, the first one, really cooks, and this it really one, moves. Yeah. This one definitely, yeah, like, that's one of the best parts of this movie, I thought, was the flashback stuff. And mm-hmm. the guy that got to play Loomis. Oh, yeah. I saw pictures, and, like, he's, he's like, one of the construction, he's, like, the construction coordinator for the movie. <laughs> and apparently it was John Carpenter's idea to suit this guy up as Loomis. And all they did was, they just put a little prosthetic makeup well, on him, yeah. and he, look, he looks just like... Donald oh, that's so funny. I thought they must have done like some Star Wars brushing up or something. That's this is, crazy that it's just him. This is Blumhouse. They ain't got they yeah. ain't got ILM money. <laughs> <laughs> I think like the most expensive Blumhouse movie was Us, and that was like ten million dollars. Mm. So like there's no way they could have done that. <laughs> but um yeah. Hey, yeah, I, I mean, liked actually- um I liked going into the house that they uh, referenced, like the dead dog and the um, we the broken window. It. The broken, yeah, we got to see the dead dog, uh, the broken window that breaks while Loomis is there. That was good, good touches both. Just yeah, Jim Cummings delivery of the line. Hey Frank, there's a dead dog. There's in a here. dead dog in here. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of because uh, on quarter mile at a time we tend to talk about. Uh, like spinoff movies because of Hobbs and Shaw. I mm-hmm. really want a, a Pete McCabe spinoff movie of him just as a cop <laughs> in Haddonfield. That'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> Cause yeah, like yeah, Jim Cummings is funny. So like just mm-hmm. his, his line delivery of that just fucking cracked me up. Yeah. And he was also such a great choice for this role because you really like, we didn't see him for very long, but you really liked him. Yeah. You were upset that he died like so yeah. quickly. Yeah. Which, um, the guy who played young Hawkins, he's also in Kong skull Island. And mm-hmm. he was very good. Yeah, he was great. And he looked like a younger version of him, I thought. I yeah. thought that was a good good casting choice. Yeah, I got cord all over my... Uh, on my keyboard, so I can't type. <laughs> oh, yeah. the um, That was really good. And then we cut to the opening credits after that, which... Yeah, Burning Pumpkin credits. I love it. It was like... I think there was... According to IMDb, there was 12 pumpkins. One for each Halloween movie. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's yeah. cool. I didn't count them, but I, who am I to argue with the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Did we meet uh, Lonnie before or after the credits? The, it, it, the yeah, it was, it was in the flashback, which, all right. This is my biggest gripe with this movie. <laughs> Lonnie in the original movie was a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> he like makes Tommy drop the pumpkin and all that stuff, and it breaks okay. it. I couldn't remember if he was the main bully or not. He is, yeah. 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 
I do remember the Lonnie get your ass away from there. Yeah. So I, I did appreciate that they brought him back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they make him look like a nerd in this, which is kind of funny. I don't yeah. know if they were trying to say like bullied people, bully other people or what they were trying to do. But that yeah. was an interesting take. Them damn Delaney kids. <laughs> which they did. Yeah. I thought it was weird that they, I don't know. I guess they couldn't think of a, cause there was no Delaney's in the original Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, earlier when I was talking about how they're juggling all these different stuff, mm-hmm. which like, I don't know. I, yeah. I kind of have, I kind of have a gripe that I have with this movie. Yeah. We got the, we got the, uh, flame of pumpkins opening credits, which is great. And then we go to the talent show. This is the weird gripe I have with this movie. You got Lonnie, <laughs> Lindsay, Tommy, and Nurse Chambers hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. Which, I understand Lonnie, Lindsay, and Tommy hanging out. Because they all... Yeah, but Marianne's kinda, like the... But like, yeah, Nurse Chambers. It was just Yeah, very, I think they they try to like do like this survivor thing. Like how they they band together because they all experienced Michael. Mm-hmm. Even though Lonnie kind of just like ran into him. But um Yeah, that's yeah, that's another thing is just like <laughs> we gotta make up just so we can have a fourth. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's funny later in the movie Lonnie says something about like I know him. I saw him the night I know what he's gonna do. He's gonna go back to his house. Like you saw him for like five seconds. Like how do you know what his MO is? Yeah, you went to the fucking fetal <laughs> position, Lonnie. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like the, I don't know, maybe the writers, it would have taken too long to explain how Marion would join the group otherwise, so they just threw her in with everybody else. Did they, like, did she, like, I'm only assuming either she wrote them a letter or something like that, or maybe later on in life, uh, they all met up at, like, (laughs) maybe they have, they have, like, a convention. Like a support group. like, a convention. (laughs) Survivors of Michael Myers. Yeah. Cause I, I, I'm just picturing like, uh, cause you know they have like all the people from like the El- the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth movies meet up at conventions. So yes, <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, we're all you know, you got a smattering of like people from like you know Friday the Thirteenth final chapter with hanging out with people from the New Blood and stuff like that. So maybe that's what happened. Yeah, it's just a very it is an odd odd pairing, I think. Yeah, yeah, and then like anyway, we'll get to it later on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Lonnie, Lonnie cracks me up because I've seen so many older Southern guys like this, Mm -hmm. which Illinois, I just automatically fucking Haddonfield doesn't take place in Illinois. Haddonfield's in the South at this point, in my opinion, just based off of these last two movies. Definitely. (laughs) Not quite, not quite as South as, uh, as the Rob Zombie flick, but very, (laughs) very South. I feel like, uh, yeah, like, Rob Zombie's Haddonfield is, like, on the Kentucky-Illinois border. Yeah. And then this Haddonfield's also on the Kentucky, but, like, more closer towards Indiana, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Kind of closer, since it's hilly, kind of more closer to the Appalachian Mountains. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I've jumped over this cool bit in the opening um when they finally get michael it pulls back and it's the same crane shot from when they arrested him as a kid or not when arrested oh. but they, when they found him as a kid when they found killed. him yeah, yeah. And he was on the ground oh i didn't notice that that's a good catch yeah that was pretty cool yeah. that was a nice shot i liked that 
Yeah. And um, the guy that got to play young Michael is like, you don't see his face, obviously, but like his yeah. body, his figure and everything. You're like, that looks just like Nick Castle. Yeah, it look, really looks like him. Anyway. All right. Back to the present. Um, Actually, <laughs> a.k.a. 2018. Um. Yeah, then after that, we don't we don't really see Tommy yet until Lonnie gets on stage drinking champagne. Yeah, he just looks like I've seen so many Southern dudes a little like this guy. It just <laughs> cracks me up. Did his. you watch um the Haunting on Hill House? No, but I've seen Robert Longstreet in. Uh, he plays. Oh God, what is his name? So, something the Chunk. He's in Doctor Sleep, which is another. Oh nice! Oh joint. nice! I haven't watched that yet, but I really want to. I read the book. It's but a, yeah, he's the caretaker in the haunting on Hill House, so this was a different role yeah. than I had seen him in before. He uh yeah, he plays like uh in Doctor Sleep, there's like a gang of people that like Yeah, you know, in the book. Yeah. But he play he plays one of those guys. Um nice. anyway. Yeah, I thought he was great in this movie. It was just Yeah, yeah, he was good. He made his son more likable. Yeah. God, he, yeah, he was a piece of shit in the first one. <laughs> when I saw the son at the beginning, I was like, oh, I hope he dies first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, instead he finds Hawkins, which I'm glad he didn't die because he found Hawkins. Yeah, yeah. I do like, I like what they do with him in this movie, so I'm glad he didn't die. But Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, Lonnie introduces Tommy. All right. So Tommy tells a story about the Haddonfield boogie band. Yeah, basically recapping for, I guess, anyone who comes to this movie who hasn't seen a Hollywood ween movie before. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you this. There's so much... that This is my problem. One another problem I have. I like this movie, by the way, but a problem I have with this movie is, like, they summarize shit to way too much. Which is, like... Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, like, the main fault of this movie, really, is that, like... It's just, uh, hey, remember this thing that happened to us a long time ago? Well, it's yeah. happening again. Or or remember that thing that happened to us earlier tonight? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the worst. But, uh, yeah, when Tommy tells that story, uh, it just cracks it. Like, I was just thinking about the other people in the room. It cracks, yeah, and it cracks <laughs> me up that he puts a spotlight directly into Marion and Lindsay's faces. God, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, what I want to ask you is, what would you, what, just picture what your reaction would be if you were in that room and some guy, some drunk guy, <laughs> like some dad gets up on stage and was like, hey, next up on the talent show, we have a bird whistler. And then the guy, and then, from the, <laughs> and then the guy from the Dead Zone gets on stage, and then tells you this story about like about how he almost got murdered. Oh my! It's God. just like way yeah. to bring down the fucking tone, guy. <laughs> yeah, I would probably react similarly to the uh, the nurse who's dressed as Doctor Love, who's like, "Oh wow, I didn't I didn't know that that happened, man. I'm sorry." <laughs> 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 Which, uh, that couple, I forget their name, but, like, in the first movie, I was led to believe that they were Julian's parents. Yeah, but it seems like they're not related at all in this movie. Well, he, they said the little asshole kid across the street. Which yeah. I think <laughs> that was the intention in the first movie. Yeah, but in and this they one, they changed they were, it. They changed it because they didn't want Julian to be an orphan. <laughs> they wanted his to parents me. to be alive. Yeah. I was so happy that Julian was alive when they showed him on TV. I thought that Michael killed him. Yeah, because I remember him running out of the house, and then they, um, and then it cuts to Lori. Yeah, in the first movie, driving around in her little little Nissan truck. Yeah, and then she like hears the police scanner. Then her and Hawkins yeah. go, go up there. Anyway, yeah. 
Back to this movie. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah, he talks about... There's like flashbacks. Yeah, um... Yeah, he he shows Lindsay and Marion, and then it flashbacks to show Annie's death, and then when uh, Michael attacked the car when Marion was at the at Smith's Grove. Yeah, and um, the part that got me was that when they showed like brackets looking at Annie's corpse, it's a clip from Halloween Two. Oh, which, is it the Halloween Two one? Yeah. Which, oh yeah, because they don't bring her body out in the first Halloween. It's yeah, Halloween so that, Two when he finds out she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because they retconned Halloween Two. I didn't yeah. think about that till just now. <laughs> <laughs> So technically that didn't happen, but I guess yeah. that was happened. <laughs> Which John Carpenter's like, I'm glad we shot that. Yeah. <laughs> save, save money on that on that Star Wars Peter Cushing technology. Um Yeah, they cheer us to Lori, and then we cut to Lori, Karen, and Allison escaping as the fire trucks are arriving, and she yells, yeah. Let it burn. Which Let it that burn. Tra- when that trailer dropped, the first trailer, when she, it's like a 30 second yeah. trailer of her like yelling, let him burn. It was just like, oh, yeah. he's fucking. It's like, that was, that got me pumped. Which yeah, is like yeah, seeing yeah, Michael sure. come out of there. But yeah, uh, Michael quickly kills one firefighter as he falls to the floor, kills him with his own crowbar, and then he kills another one as Michael's being helped up. Could you imagine you help out a person and then they immediately kill you? My brother, Logan, said that he read a news story that the firemen were offended by this scene in the movie. (laughs) And I was like, what did you expect Michael to do? (laughs) I was like, I think the firemen are offended because it ends up being their fault that Michael's out. (laughs) It's true. It was very smart of Michael to hide in the gun locker. Did you notice that? (laughs) Yes. I bet Lori's like, good shouldn't have shouldn't have got them fireproof gun lockers down in the basement. <laughs> Very smart, Lori, to have fireproof gun lockers in your burn room. Come on. <laughs> um, one of the firefighters I noticed has Gamby because they all have their names and their helmets. Uh-huh. Uh His has Gamby, which is the character uh, Danny McBride's character name in Vice Principals. Of course, Danny McBride oh, produced so and funny. co-wrote this movie. <laughs> I wish it was the name of the the guy who said, um, don't give me that Halloween shit from Halloween 5. Bucky? Yeah, what if somebody's helping to send Bucky? (laughs) Yeah. Is your last name Bucky? No, it's my first name. (laughs) One of these years, I'm going to go as Bucky for Halloween. I just need to work up the nerve to just have a mustache. (laughs) Don't pull another Halloween shit on. This movie needed a Bucky, anyway. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> um, they get to the okay. Uh, this is the and then this sequence of Michael killing all of the firefighters, mm. dope. Very good, very good. I think anytime Michael is on screen in this movie is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Which they did a great job. And I just was like, I can't believe that like all these men are going to go after him and he's going to kill every one of them. Like that's crazy. That I just, saw that saw thing was crazy. What was yeah? What was what I loved about it was that they set up that they have this weapon, this weapon, this weapon, this yeah. weapon that they could kill him with, and you, the audience knows Michael's gonna kill all these. Yeah, people. Yeah, Michael's gonna kill all these people. And like I don't know, it just makes me think of like I've been thinking about it a lot today because I've been texting. Uh, I found out some information today, and I was texting uh, mutual friend of the show, also 
past guests of the show, Sarah Jean Peters, oh, about this Jean. about uh, about the Sugar Mint Museum or like gallery in South Pasadena that's near the Myers House, mm-hmm. like the building where they you know like whatever the actual house that they shot mm-hmm. it in the first movie and. Um, I said something, and she was like, "No, it was something very insignificant about Halloween Kills." And she said, "No spoilers," and it was like nothing. <laughs> and so I just started texting her tidbits of information about the movie Silent Rage starring Chuck Norris. Because <laughs> I think she I'm said, talking, "No spoilers." Yeah, and she's like, "No spoilers," because in that movie, I've probably talked about Silent Rage on this podcast before, <laughs> but that movie's basically Chuck Norris versus Michael Myers. And that at the beginning of the movie, Chuck Norris kills a killer, and then that killer's body is taken to the morgue, and then three scientists um, do experiments on him. The Cult of Thorn, basically. Basically. And they, they, which this movie came out in 1982, by the way, so I'm pretty sure the later Halloween movie stole from this Halloween ripoff. Anyway, um, the doctors, one of them is played by Ron Silver, gives him this serum that makes him self-healing. So whatever you do to this guy, yeah, like you shoot him dying. or whatever, he heals yeah. up. So I was like, I was like, I was, so I texted her, I was like, that's not a spoiler. A spoiler is the fact that a bunch of doctors give him a self a serum <laughs> and like just explain the plot. And, and, and then at the end, yeah. I was like, and only one man can stop him. Chuck Norris. <laughs> anyway, silent rage. It's she great. was probably so mad. That's so funny. But um, yeah, it was great. What's funny about silent rage is that Chuck Norris's character's name is Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens plays the guest. Yes. Which has a bunch of Halloween 3 references. Yes. Anyway, that's a good <laughs> double feature for you. A Dan Stevens double bill. Yeah. Where are we at now? Um, hospital. You the firefighters. Yeah, the, they take Lori to the hospital. Um, we see <laughs> Sheriff Brackett for the first time. When they're doing surgery, I'm glad they're, they sang, she's gonna be okay. Like they just... <laughs> <laughs> to each other, yeah, yeah. they do surgery. Putting staples in her, she'll be fine. Like, yeah, fucking no, I'm a doctor. Like, why are you telling me? I'm troubling them. <laughs> yeah, I liked how they uh, worked in Brackett as, like, I'm pretty sure he, like, retired as sheriff or whatever after the yeah, emotional... Yeah, maybe he's, like, a guard at the hospital or something. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah he was... Very pr- kind of probably traumatized by his daughter getting murdered. Yeah, he's old. He's an older guy too. He's he's getting up there. So, which I thought was great. They gave him the same haircut. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, and then we got Karen having. Yeah, a I like down. the. Yeah, I like the um the shot of her washing her hands and washing her wedding ring off. I thought that was good. Yeah, which out of all the people to bring back, Toby Huss should have been it. Yes. <laughs> I ain't dead, y'all. I got peanut butter on my penis. <laughs> Love me some Toby Huss. A great Toby Huss movie to watch. It's on Netflix, uh, Sword of Trust, in which Toby Sword Huss, he plays a character named Hogjaws. That's all you got to know about that movie. Uh, it also stars Mark Marin. Oh, Let's, Mark Marin. What else we got? Oh, then we cut to The Graveyard Keeper. Who's flying a drone in the house? That's who it. I knew she looked familiar. Yeah, I felt like they were going for another Mister and Mrs. Elrod for a minute. I think that's what they did, but they were just like, you know what? We got these characters from the first movie. We might as yeah. well. We'll yeah. just give her a spouse. Yeah, who apparently lets his gives his mother in law his uh, CPAP machine. 
Yeah. Because he talks about it smells like cigarettes. I love that apparently they can... I don't know how they know that Lori's house was on fire. Like, I feel like that's a pretty secluded house, but apparently they could... <laughs> well, they talk about... It's like... It's in, it's like... Lonnie says it was at Lori's neighborhood. I'm like, fucking... As far as I know, that ain't a yeah. damn neighborhood. <laughs> like, what kind of neighborhood has, like, 18... 18- you know, acre lots. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it seemed like she was in the middle of the damn woods. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that was the weird part. It was just like, oh, that strode lady's house. But I do love that she says, don't talk no shit about that woman. She will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. That was a good reveal with the, um, I think, with the uh, remote control drone of the mm-hmm. that somebody was in the house. I thought that was good. Yeah, I love that Michael uh, with uh, Lenny Clark. I don't know the character's name, but it's not the actor. Yeah. He like he walks into the bathroom. Michael's initial first reaction: "There's a light switch I can pull." No, I'm pulling this fucking bulb out the wall. Like that was. His- <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> like somebody's in here. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I'm going to start doing when people walk yeah. into the bathroom. I'm immediately punch the light bulb. No, 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 no. <laughs> Occupied. <laughs> <laughs> Which that means I'm gonna have to start shitting with a Michael Myers mask on. Like uh, somebody's in here, punch the light bulb. Like, was that guy wearing a fucking Michael Myers mask? <laughs> um Oh damn. And when he pulls the uh, he loves hitting people's heads through the window. Yeah. Yeah, because he did that in Laurie in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Not the first movie, quote unquote, second movie. The first yeah. Halloween, twenty eighteen. <laughs> and then that fluorescent light bulb to the neck was rough. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a kill like that before. It was pretty yeah. dope. Yeah. And I think, and what was interesting about the scene to me is like, you, you maybe not always, but I feel like usually Michael like kills people and then gets out. This, he like left them both alive and like let her watch as he like kept stabbing him. Like that was really disturbing to me, but I thought was really effective. Yeah. He like incapacitated her. The both mm-hmm. of them. And then, like, very artfully went through all the knives trying to find <laughs> the perfect knife. Yeah. And, like, I feel like what that scene was, was us getting uh, behind the scenes of Michael putting corpses on display. Yeah. Because you never... Yeah. You, you, they, you never they, see him set it up. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, that was actually, like, us getting to see him kind of set it up his little... You know, his little scenes he does. He's an, art, <laughs> he's an artful boy. His little vignettes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we, and then after that, yeah, that, that, that's, all the deaths in this movie were so gnarly, which is why this movie's fucking called Halloween Kills. All the kills yeah. are great. <laughs> Halloween fucking kills. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween lives up to its name. Uh, and then we cut to, yeah, the gratuitous ventriloquism. I had that in my notes. And this is when we find out about, um, old Huckleberry. That's, oh yes. The, bu- the bat behind the, the bat. bar. It's so weird. I think it's so funny that the bat belongs to, like, the bar owner's dad or something. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) And then, like, later on, Tommy's like, I'll take this. Yeah, just fucking takes the guy's baseball bat. (laughs) Uh, Um, I wrote that, I I wrote a little um, Marion Chambers goes up to the guy and takes a stethoscope and is like, I'm a nurse. (laughs) That cracked me up. Oh, man. Like, yes, well, yes, Marion, we know. And they're all like, why is she here? I don't know. She's gonna, she, 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 she just found out about this and started showing up. Um, Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. 
<laughs> and that well, the bartender earlier in the movie says that they they come there every year. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that, but like, yeah. I just want to know how that started. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Which I didn't realize while re- doing like looking up about this movie, I forget how. Uh, I think it's just because she's a grandmother with like a like a, a, a granddaughter who's about to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. But just how like young Jamie Lee Curtis is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that she was as young as she is. Like she's as old as yeah. she's younger than Bruce Campbell. I didn't yeah. know that. Anyway. Yeah. They uh, make her lo- I feel like they make her look old. They the, do make her look the, older, and I think it's yeah. the hair and the glasses. Yeah. 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 Um side note, I love that she dressed up as um as uh, Marion Crane for the, so the opening of Halloween Kills. That was, that so, was good. so good. And um, Judy Greer dressed up as Annie Hall, which is a that, that outfit worked for her. It was great. I forget what else I saw from that premiere. I think those are the only two photos I saw. All right. Um, after Huckleberry, we cut to oh on the news they said there was eleven dead bodies, like eleven dead first responders. And then we cut to uh, like the sheriff at the scene with all the like all the firefighters all about. Mm-hmm. You see the you see the cop. And the Jack O' Lantern cop head from the first. Yes, movie. from the first movie. Yeah. And then we cut back to uh, cut back to the bar. Yeah, Cameron f- calls Ronnie and lets him know he found the sheriff yeah. Hawkins. And on the news, they're talking about how there's two mentalists, like mental patients, missing. And they show. I keep calling him the Penguin because the Penguin. Like, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> they bring back looks the like, Penguin. Because in the patient. first movie, he has a fucking umbrella. He has the umbrella. Yeah, he looks very much like the Penguin in the first movie. And um, <laughs> and then they also show Michael's mugshot, but it's out of focus, so we can't see his face, which I think yeah. was a fucking yeah. great touch. Yeah, I like that. It's very clever. And then they show off all the victims, and it was uh, they sh- talk about Annie Brackett got killed, and they show a newspaper clipping of the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And they show a picture of PJ Souls, and they show a picture of Bob. Yeah. Do you know who's who Bob a different is? actor? You know it's who it is? The... No, I don't know who it is. It's Bob Odenkirk. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. It is Bob Odenkirk. Just with those glasses. It's Bob Odenkirk's like yearbook photo from when he was in high school. <laughs> I was wondering why they didn't use a picture of the guy who was in the movie. That was yeah. so weird to me. But like, if you look in the credits, it says Bob, yeah. and it, like it's the very last credit at the end. It says Bob, Bob Odenkirk. Because I was like, "What the fuck, Bob?" I, like, I went back and watched it, and I was like, oh, "That is Bob Odenkirk's yeah. yearbook photo." <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And, and then um, I think Marion is the first one to say, "Evil dies tonight," which is funny. Really? Yeah. Oh, but I jumped ahead a little bit. I think that's after the the um, doctor and nurse go out to the yeah they go lot. they go out to the car and the car is I saw the car and I'm like that shit's fogged up. Don't be good in that. Car. Yeah, somebody's somebody in, in there. Car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've watched Titanic. I know people are fucking in that car. Nah. What well, if when hand, Annie... Michael Myers' hand came up, anyway, <laughs> like Rose, um, when Annie uh, goes into the car in the first movie, it's fogged up too. Yeah. Which That's I felt a, like maybe that was a callback. Yeah, that was a really good, uh, very good callback. And then, yeah, they think it's Michael Myers. And then I love that, yeah, Tommy takes the... By the way, what do you think about Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy? <laughs> the, I th- I mean, I think Anthony Michael Hall did a, did a great job with how it was written and everything. But I mm-hmm. don't know if I would have gone in this direction for Tommy Doyle. Like, I don't... Th- 
I mean, it's been 40 years, so I yeah. don't know, but that seems like a huge jump from the Tommy Doyle that we see in the first movie. I'm going to tell you right now, this Tommy Doyle, he voted for Trump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Wait, I can't, I can't think, like, I think one of my notes is, boy, Paul Rudd dodged a bullet. <laughs> Which Did I they looked ask at- him back to play that? So... I've read two things about that. One of them was they did ask him back, but he was busy doing Ghostbusters Afterlife. Interesting. But, and another one, um, Mustafa Akkad's son, who's now the producer of these movies, Mm -hmm. um, he said they would have loved for him to come back, but it would have been too distracting, which I believe that's the the what the real reason yeah the real reason because if I was watching yeah, Malika Cod that's right mm-hmm. if I was watching this like that's fucking Paul Rudd like yeah. yeah which Paul Rudd is actually age appropriate to play Tommy Doyle because mm-hmm. um Cal Richards is the same age as Paul Rudd yeah yeah that makes sense because so, normally they think, like yeah because Anthony Michael thing was born sixty eight and then Cal Richards was yeah. sixty nine. Well, I mean, he was like a teen star already when the first Halloween came out. I feel, or like around that time, like, I feel bre- like he he was in Breakfast Club and I feel like he's six, a bully in Edward Scissorhands. This year is the is it this year or next year? I think next year might be the 40th anniversary of Six Pack, which is a Kenny Rogers movie that Anthony Michael Hall was in. Oh, I've as, never as, seen that as That's a little funny. kid. I've never seen Six Pack either, but apparently. Kenny Rogers was like, listen, I need a Burt Reynolds style movie to play, <laughs> in which I'm a drunk uh, race car driver. <laughs> and who apparently get, uh, hangs. I, I watched the trailer and I was like, this is what Six Pack's about? Because it's got the song <laughs> Love Will Turn You Around, which is also featured on Eastbound and Down, which was made by the people who made this movie. Um, anyway, where was I going with this? Anyway, right, yeah, yeah, Anthony Michael has been acting since the 80s. That's what we're talking about. But, all right, so yeah, yeah they think Michael's in the car. Just hit the mic. I'm sorry. And I love that when he turns on the car, opera music playing. The opera music plays. And then this is why I think. That's how they should have known it wasn't Michael, because Michael would be listening. This is what I'm saying. This is why I think the filmmakers listen to our podcast, because he changed the radio station to a rock station. And the rock station is WRG, giving you the urge. Haddonfield's home for rock. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, I was listening. I was like, this is Michael. Yeah, we all know that he listen, he drives around listening to Bachman Turner Overdrive and listening to Fog Hat. We all know Michael loves some rock, but then we find out it's not Michael, but it's the Penguin. Anyway. Escaped from Gotham City. What well, well, the weirdest part about the reveal that it was the Penguin was the fact that we see a, like when Tommy looks into the car after he wrecks, mm-hmm. we see his umbrella. And that had me thinking about like, Oh, that's true. I didn't catch that. And I was like, did the security guards at Smith's Grove let him bring his umbrella with him? <laughs> like, I don't think they would do that. Anyway. They were just trying to get patience on the bus. They were like, oh, fine, take the umbrella. <laughs> take, here, Michael. Yeah, Michael, here. Take your knife. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever will get you on this damn bus. I got a fucking Halloween party to get to. Yes, Sartain. I'm dressing as a cop. Sartain was actually going to follow that patient as well. 
<laughs> he's a famous like umbrella killer and he like wanted to know like what his how his brain works how did he put the blades inside the umbrella <laughs> i want to know how he did that that was I'm dr sartain, sartain. <laughs> dr sartain michael i need to put on this mask <laughs> anyway uh all right now we cut um, to it cuts the Myers to the gay house. couple all right. <laughs> I love this Halloween song. Yeah, it's great. And I just love that these these guys have remodeled the Myers house. It fucking looks great. I Yeah, it looks good. I It looks like it's going to be on like American Horror Story season 3. Like <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that that's what the actual house looks like in Pasadena, oh, in, in South Pasadena. Oh, yeah. It's like a it's like a uh I think it's like a like a law office or something. It's like an office building now. Okay, nice. And um, I think that's it's it's something. It's like a a, a place of business, and mm-hmm. that's what the actual exterior looks like now. Is what nice. Big John and Little John did to the house. Nice. Oh man, but like this is another uh, another spinoff movie I want to see. It's just the two of them <laughs> having a great time scaring the shit out of kids scaring on kids. Halloween. <laughs> Uh. uh yeah the um i didn't recognize big john i recognized little john from mad tv yeah i didn't know the other actor scott MacArthur who plays big john he's on uh he's on the righteous gemstones which oh, was also okay, made by nice. rough house so he's like these guys are really good about casting their buddies and stuff for sure yes <laughs> Because <laughs> um, cause Toby Huss is on, isn't Halloween, and he's also in Righteous Gemstones. I'm trying to think what else. I'm surprised, like, if Walton Goggins is not in the next Halloween, is not in Halloween Ends, <laughs> I'm going to riot. Because he better be in that fucking shit. <laughs> Go on, guys. We need- yeah, just Walton Goggins chasing Michael Myers. I would love to see it. Um, Yeah, I love this whole situation where, yeah, it's just them at home. On Halloween, it's like this yeah. is this. These are the people that own the Myers house now. Yeah, this is what yeah. they. This is what they. You know, do on Halloween, hanging out, and then you got the kids come and do the prank. Yeah. Ugh. The 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 callback to Halloween too with the razor blade and the candy. Yeah, they 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 fucking mixed in a Halloween two and a Halloween three callback in the same scene. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't tell me this movie wasn't well written because it fucking was. <laughs> So good. But yeah, there's the blade. It's in the barf. And like, oh, it's so good. And then they had them like. They steal the candy. You know who lives in this house? Michael fucking Myers. Myers. I love that he's like, yeah, run, you little perverts. Like, why is he calling them perverts? (laughs) I love it when older people call little kids perverts. It's so funny to me. It was good. Uh, Yeah. And that, that was like. I really like that because it sets up. These are the people that live in Michael Myers' house now, and then this is what we're this is what we're gonna lead to. Yeah, you know it's gonna come back to the Myers' house somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, um, and then we cut to back to the hospital, and they're talking about how Michael has escaped. And yeah, they're talking here. to Karen and Karen and Allison, and Karen's like talking about how Michael's falling. Uh, Lori and Allison's talking about how it was actually Sartain who led them to each other. Yeah. Um, which I, 
Yeah, I wrote this note. Karen being a real Karen to the hospital staff. Because she's like, y'all got them like, why don't you have more security? Like, calm down, Karen. <laughs> yeah, they both find out that Michael's still alive. Yeah, uh, and because there's that thing of that, like, the previous Halloween movies have always done. And was like, Michael's trying to kill Laurie. That lasts the whole yeah. thing. He's trying to kill yeah. people that are in his family. Yeah. But, like, and even in the last movie, if you watch, like, go back and watch it. Michael, like... Lori is the one seeking out Michael and sees Michael. And then Michael yeah. sees her and doesn't give a shit. Yeah. They're sort and of it, demystifying this like thing yeah. that they've established in the previous sequels. Well, which later in the movie, Hawkins says it where it's like he's uh he's the six year old boy. He's a six year old boy with the strength of a man and the mind of a monster. Yeah. And that's that is Michael Myers. That's what he is. Yeah. And like this movie fucking nails it. What he actually is, as opposed to some, you know, fucking unstoppable force that's just trying to kill his sister. Yeah, this movie, yeah, this movie really does seem to, to, to lean into the, like, these people are going after Michael and Michael's just, like, trying to go home, I guess. Mm -hmm. He's like me. At the end of the day, I'm just trying to go home. (laughs) And all these people are getting in his way. I'm thinking, uh, the more I think about it, the more, Michael is the most relatable character in this movie. (laughs) He's just trying to go home. And these people are just fucking fucking with him, getting in his way. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, he had to stop by the grave uh the grave uh keeper's house first, but but other than that, he was just trying to go home. Well, this is what he did. He stumbled in that place trying to find some keys. He's like, oh, they don't they don't have a car? He's very confused. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, I guess I'll just... By the way, this movie, Michael does not drive. And that's I think that's no. another problem I have with this movie. There's no drive, Michael driving. <laughs> yeah, he never gets to drive a car. Which I think, I feel like... I'm very confused by the fact that... Uh, where are we at right now? We haven't gotten quite there yet. But whenever he attacks Lindsay and all them... He doesn't take the car. He doesn't fucking take the car. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Maybe maybe Lindsay took the keys with her or something. Yeah, we were just, just about to get there, I think. <laughs> maybe, I think when he's chasing Lindsay, he's not trying to kill her. He's just trying to get some keys. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Cameron shows up to the hospital and invites Allison to go find Michael. Yeah, I somehow scrolled all the way back to the top of my notes. How did that happen? <laughs> we're, we're trying to find where we are. It's the blade that's in the barf. Alice, yeah, Allison leaves the night for Car- uh, for Carrie, for Lori. For Lori. <laughs> yeah. And then, Sissy Spacek as Carrie. It becomes a Carrie Halloween crossover. I mean, I would love to see Lori Strode's fist shoot out of the ground and grab yes. somebody. <laughs> and grab uh, grab uh, Steven Spielberg's future wife. Anyway, uh, yeah, Allison leaves the knife. And then Lonnie got a tackle box full of guns. He calls it, look at this sassy tackle, is what he says. <laughs> Robert Longstreet, we just love you so much. And then... Um, I do, I had the same thought as uh, Karen when she was like, um, look, we had him it locked up like, and set him on fire. Like, if the all the firemen like can't handle him, how are you supposed to kill him? Yeah. <laughs> and she and Lori says, "I'll you know as long as I if I die killing Michael, then that's all that you know." Yeah, yeah. Then it'll be worth it. Yeah. And then 
this is this and here's another gripe with this movie. Tommy says we need to we need to all band together and take down Michael. And then he says, Alright, let's split up into small groups. <laughs> She's like, Tommy, you're just asking. You're just asking for everybody to die. In which, yeah, during Tommy's recruitment montage, we are introduced to my favorite character in this movie. I tease it on Twitter. But Tommy is talking to a group of guys outside of a convenience store. And my eye was not drawn to Anthony Michael Hall, but to the old man sitting on a bench eating leftover pasta. There's like a slow zoom and like in the background onto Tommy, but in the background kind of out of focus, there's this guy eating pasta. I'm like, what's that guy's night like? I knew to look for him because of your Twitter post. I immediately, like I did not, like I, my eye for some reason shot straight to him. And I do not know why, but you like, think go he back. was listening. He was listening, and he was just like, "I'm good. I'm just gonna eat this pasta." <laughs> that sounds like a lot that they're getting themselves involved in. Look, I got this beef bolognese right here. That's a pasta, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just over here eating this, and I'm I'm gonna enjoy it. I got my what is that? What is that? A pinwheel, man? This is a mixture of all kinds of noodles. <laughs> I feel like he. Uh, it, it's like what are the what are the 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 tunnel noodles I forget what they're called penne yeah it's like penne and beef yeah. that's what he's eating and I'm like <laughs> yes. I think I and I had I I will admit I did eat that night and I was still very hungry when I saw what he was eating because it looked good because there's nothing better than I have affinity for leftover pasta so oh, yeah that's good. what I had before we recorded this I was <laughs> it was very good so I was. <laughs> I think I was lusting more at the pasta this guy eating than it was just fascinating with this old man sitting out eating pasta. It is some interesting set dressing that they that put on that scene. It is very yeah. Like, uh, yeah, let's put a let's put some guy here eating pasta outside. Hi, Leonard. Yeah, hi, Leonard. We're just gonna have you eating pasta, but you don't want me. No, you don't want me listening to him. No, your world you is this not pasta. Care. Yeah, your world is this pasta. Michael Myers, who gives a shit? You only care about Michael Myers if he interferes with you eating this pasta. All right, I got it. Thanks, David Gordon Green. You're welcome, Leonard. Um, yeah, at this point, yeah, this is when like the the Halloween uh, four vibes start coming in. You got a bunch mm. of beer bellies running around trying to yes, find Michael. Yes, yes, yes. I was thinking of the the redneck crew that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that accidentally killed the not Michael. Yeah, Jesus Christ, they actually <laughs> killed... Oh, that'd be funny if that... You know what would have been funny? I don't know why they didn't do it, but just kill Ben Tramer in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, Ben Tramer is like... They finally cast like, Ben Tramer. He's like this old guy. And for some reason, he's dressed as Michael for a Halloween party. <laughs> this is kind of late 50s. <laughs> he's like, this is kind of uh, distasteful. It's been... You know, it's been 40 years since these murders happened. <laughs> ben? Bennett? This will be a fun. He's like a lot of people don't know this, but I was wearing that costume the night that Michael killed me. He, he, like Ben Tramer finds his costume. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, there's something a, there. else they bring back from Halloween too. He's just looking at this mechanics outfit he has from when he was a fucking seventeen year old drunk kid, and he's just looking at it like, oh, I remember that night. Yeah, that was that was scary. I had a lot he's of fun because like, I was shit face. He's it like, oh, it still fits. <laughs> Honey, come look at here. It still fits. <laughs> Bennett. Bennett, you should definitely wear that. His wife calls him Bennett, but everybody calls yeah. him Ben. 
Bennett, sure, yeah, sure. I would say wear it. I mean, it's been 40 years. <laughs> it's been 40 years. I think people have gotten over it. I think people have gotten over that. I mean, it was a widely available mask for some reason. You got the blonde variant. Yeah, just put it on. And then cut to the mob going, there he is. And then killing the shit out of Ben Tramer. And he looks at the camera and goes, well, should have seen this coming. And then he dies. Anyway. That... that all right, it makes more sense for them to be chasing after Bennett Tramer than it would be for them to chasing after the penguin in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think this is a conversation they had well, with writing this movie? I think so. I think so. <laughs> like, should we bring back Ben Tramer? They had to have said, we should Should we bring back Ben Tramer? And that's what probably led to, anyway. Well, they did mention him, so yeah. The, those, they were like, we gotta have him somehow. Uh, uh Yeah. I think All right, that's now we it have goes into the Lindsay and the crew. Married couple. Which, <laughs> those kids strike back, like, playing on the playset, <laughs> and then one of them goes, Satan, not today. And I'm like, that's not how that saying <laughs> not goes. Not today. <laughs> Satan, not today. <laughs> which I love that, What, like, are you going to kill us? <laughs> yeah, I love that they were like, oh, yeah, it's a guy in a white mask keeps popping up. Oh, there he is. I see you. And, like, <laughs> yeah, Michael's just fucking, like, Michael's a six-year-old kid, and he's like, Watching these other kids, yeah, yeah, and it's just fucking yeah. Anyway, I, just, I, I do think um, uh, and people on a line agree. I do think uh, Kyle Richards does a good job in this movie. I'm excited uh, to see her back for Halloween Ends because she lived. Uh, hopefully, uh, what's his name from Watch What Happens Live? Uh, also, made- <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? Oh my god, I would die if Andy Cohen was in yeah, Andy Halloween Cohen, Ends. Um, <laughs> there is a, uh, I listen to, I'm a Stephen King fan, so of course I listen to the, the King cast hosted by mm-hmm. Scott Wampler and Eric Vespi, and they had Dana Gould last Friday on as Michael Myers, <laughs> and he improvised this whole scenario in which he and Kyle Richards have a conversation like Real Housewives style, like, yeah. like, on, like, like we'll get Andy Cohen in there. And we'll we'll talk it out. It's, talk I recommend listening out. to it. That's it's so very funny. funny. Yeah, <laughs> I just watched um, the Watcher in the Woods, which she played like a little kid in that too. So that was interesting. She was in it. I was looking at her IMDb, and she played a kid in another movie. Oh, the car. The car. Yeah. With yeah. uh, with, ja- with James one. Brolin, mm-hmm. not Josh Brolin, but um, yeah. I didn't. Of course, obviously, I didn't know who yeah. she was when I watched the movie. So, because <laughs> like you're like, oh, that's the kid from Halloween. I remember like I found out that the kid from Halloween was on Real House. Real House. I was like, yeah, what yeah. the f- really? Well, and her sister Kim, who was also in the car, she was in um, Escape from Which Mount, the original Escape from Which Mountain. She was really? the girl. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting. I used to I used to watch those movies a lot as a kid. Yeah, I love Escape from Which Mountain. Um, but yeah, she does a good job in this movie, and I thought this was a, a really good scene. Yeah. Um, I love that they, the whole, uh, like, Michael kills the kid Dennis and has his skull mask. Yeah. And then, I love that reveal. And then Michael jumping on the roof of the car, which they shot at the, it, it's, it's, it's exactly it's, like the same, the first movie. Yeah, it even feels Shot for like, shot, yeah. It's, it's, it's also as if James Jude Courtney said, how do I recreate these body movements exactly because yeah, like yeah it just i don't know it just looks this is that good yeah and i was kind of sad that marianne chambers died so quickly immediately and yeah to go out on a failed one-liner i know i was like i was like 
what would it have hurt for it to have a bullet in the gun and like Michael not fall down? Like just let her shoot Michael and nothing happen. Yeah. They've killed this mo- they've killed this woman twice so many because times. they killed yeah, her yeah. in H2O. <laughs> and they killed her right away again. And yeah. that's something else about H2O is like it only has J or it only has Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Like it doesn't have any it has Marion Chambers, but they kill her right off. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's yeah. I th- that's something that I really appreciate about this movie is that we get to check in on everybody that survived. Yeah. This is for Dr. Loomis. No bullets. <laughs> no bullets. Yeah. And I she like- only shot like three times. There should have been bullets. <laughs> she checks. He's like, wait a minute. I shot three times. I know. Loomis always told me to count your shots. That's one thing I learned from Dr. Loomis, to count your shots. You know why? So later on, you can start yelling at everybody about how many shots you shot. I remember that now. I, you know how many times he shot Michael? Yeah. Six times. Would have been I do seven. appreciate I do appreciate that at the beginning, one of the cops says, Loomis said he shot him six times. (laughs) (laughs) Would have been seven if old Frank Hawkins hadn't stopped me. (laughs) Bull Hawkins. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I love... uh, This is a note I wrote. Who gave Marion a gun? (laughs) It was probably Dr. Loomis' gun. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh yeah, hair ripping. Yeah, he rips her hair out. Ooh, and then he, and then he, yeah, she says the one liner, and then he stabs her a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And then and that oh, knife in the eye. Ooh, that, that was so good. And then yeah, he does. Which I'm surprised Joe Bob Briggs didn't write this. He does car door foo, and he kicks the car door, which causes the gun to yeah, come to back. gun to turn on the woman. Ooh. Yeah, sorry. Knock my pop filter while doing a uh, a door swinging motion. But yeah, come back and shoot uh, shoot the the doctor in the face. That was ooh. Yeah, Wild but yeah. Times. Then meanwhile, Lindsay's making a got a sack full of bricks. She's bringing over to yeah, beat the shit out yeah. of Michael with. I know. And then I yeah, wanted the whole... her to be able to beat him down a little bit more, but that was still cool. Yeah, the whole sequence of him hunting her while she was like running away, hiding was very, very good. That was yeah, like, I liked that. Yeah, a lot of lot of good suspense. And we're sort of hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my next note, <laughs> yeah, we cut back to the hospital, and then there's a lot of um. I do appreciate that uh, they sort of reference Halloween two by having Laurie at the hospital for a lot of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad she doesn't at some point um yell and then can't hear anybody yeah i also like that it's the same um logo for the hospital the hmh all connected too yeah that was a nice reference fright rags was selling those jackets and i was like should i fucking buy one of those jackets <laughs> like the haddonfield memorial hospital jacket yeah ended up not doing it because i'm building a fucking proton pack and that costs enough money as it is <laughs> so but yeah we're at the hospital and Lori finds out and she's gonna go uh, she's like, I'm fine. And then Karen yells, you're not fine. You had a fuck. You had a knife in your fucking stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Lori says, it's just a paper cut. <laughs> oh, love it. Is this before or, oh, I think it's before. Never mind. I won't mention it yet. Um, cause they put, uh, uh, um, Hawkins in the same room as her. And then she takes his pain medication. Is that later? 
Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Wait. I think this is... Hold up. All right. So this is Lori waking up. This is what I have now. Lori wakes up, and then that exchange happens. And then we cut... And then they're like, where's Allison? And then we cut to Allison's with Lonnie and Cameron. And Lonnie tells the same story that Ray told In the first Cameron one about in the doing peyote. About, yeah. yeah, I used to buy peyote from your dad. And then like Lonnie <laughs> says, I used to buy peyote from your dad. <laughs> so I thought it was a little great. Yeah, they do. They just do a great job of like, this is a small town. Everybody knows mm. each other. So yeah. like, it's just, yeah, it's great. And they do it. They do a very good job of world building in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then at this point, they find Lindsay's car. And I love this detail, but the mask they're wearing during this whole Michael setup on the on the carousel stuff, yeah, you the can Holly see they all have masks. silver shamrock. Oh, I missed that. The, the tags. Yeah, they're gonna turn into snakes and spiders. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Sawin, the only person who said Sawin right in all the Halloween movies. <laughs> Tell my Sam Hain, no, it's but I'm Sawin. I'm Irish. Uh, Lindsay's alive. Yes. And then we cut to, yeah, Frank wakes up and then they talk about, now we talk about how they kiss in a bar. Yes. Because there was like an, like people thought that maybe Hawkins was one of her ex-husbands. Oh, I didn't get that until that scene in this movie. Like yeah. I didn't feel that way until then. But then he said that they just kissed. Cause I was like, Oh, I wonder if he's Karen's dad, but apparently yeah. not. Well, cause I I'm was also th- wondering if Ben Tramer like is one of her exes from the way that he talks about it, but it also doesn't seem that way either. Yeah. What was uh what I what I kept thinking of was um Josh Hartnett's character in Halloween H two O. Yeah. Um I was thinking, wait a minute, Lori didn't Lori have a kid with a guy in a bar? Oh and then I then I think- I'll then I, I think he remember, might have said she picked him up in a bar. Then I he quick, was like a but, drug addict or something. This was an H2O. Yeah, an <clears> H2O. Sorry. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because I was like, wait a minute. Is this the husband that she hooked up with in the bar? And I was like, wait a minute. No, I'm thinking of H2O, which is a different timeline. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because in Halloween, she has two ex-husbands. They say that in 2018. Oh, I missed that somehow. But yeah. that makes sense. Because like... Uh, she loses she loses custody of Karen, which I'm assuming Karen went to go live with her dad. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, and I'm assuming he's dead now because we've never seen him. Yeah, yeah. Lori talks to Frank. Ben Tramer shout out, and then Tommy shows up with Lindsay and causes a damn ruckus, <laughs> making everybody chant "Evil dies tonight." I know. <laughs> It was very, it was very, um, Trump's people storming the Capitol. Dude, it's that and like chanting lock her up. Like this is, yeah. this is, this is a, this is a Trump era horror movie for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lori shooting her up with the, the, the syringe butt plunging. <laughs> when I saw that with Taylor, my friend was like, why did she do it? Like she didn't have to do it that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is a Halloween movie, baby. You gotta do everything hard. That's actually a t- Michael has that tattoo. Do everything hard. <laughs> do everything hard. <laughs> and then yeah, she says she's willing to die alongside Michael as long as he's dead. Yeah. And then like yeah, they're gonna hunt down Michael. This is when Lori finds out Michael's actually you know because Karen 
Karen didn't tell her because she didn't want to didn't want to panic. And then we got <laughs> yeah. Then Michael finally comes home. Yes. Oh, okay. My note is where Big, Big John, John and Little John think it's the kids. Right? Yeah, Big John seriously thinks he's gonna kill Michael with the dang cheese with the knife. cheese knife. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. <laughs> the little tiny knife. <laughs> yeah, I got this. I got this knife. I got this knife. I got this knife. Oh man. <laughs> and then um, let's see what we got. And then we cut to oh, this cut is the heartbreaking the hospital. Right? This is the heartbreaking yeah. part is that Penguin shows up going. He's asking for help. I know, I know. It's rough. And then, because I didn't times. even notice, I didn't, because he, that part, the first time I watched it went by so quickly, but then the second yeah. part. And people are yelling, it's hard to hear him shouting for help. Yeah, but then like, yeah, he's helped because he was in a car wreck. Yeah. And, like, he wants yeah. help. And he has like a big gash in his head and all that stuff, and then they, this is the part that's dumb. It's the fact that yeah. they think he's Michael Myers. Yeah, because Michael's tall. Like, this is like this, like, short, pudgy guy. Yeah. Imagine, if you yeah. will. Uh, Danny DeVito is the penguin. This is, this is like mixing up Danny DeVito and, and, and Jack Nicholson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is the equivalent to that. Yeah. Anyway, and that's very sad. They start chasing him. But then we cut yeah. back to Big John, Little John. In which they start searching the house. I I just love what they did to this place. Sorry, I just love it. <laughs> I'm, like, You're I'm very I'm, into how they updated the house. I'm just like watching this going. I would fucking live. The I, God, I would have a great time living in this house. And yes. like yeah, I'm like that. God, it's so beautiful what they did. They got a nice dining room. Uh, that study, the study they have with all the oh, records and whatnot, is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. The one gripe I had was the beautiful. Bed. Beautiful. The one gripe I had was their bed because it's like a metal, like a metal frame, and I'm just like, oh, I didn't notice. I'll have to look next time. I'm like, listen, a house like this needs a wood frame. I don't need. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. Anyway, <laughs> I love that this sets up that apparently Judith lived in the master bedroom because that's where they are sleeping. Supposedly, yeah, they're sleeping in in Judith's room. Anyway. Well, no, I think the I think the study is the is Judith's room because that's the room he goes into to look out the window right i think no i think it because little john looks out the window um out because the way the the way the window is because mm. if you're if you're looking at the myers house like looking at yeah. the front door from outside and you yeah. look up to the top right that's where mm-hmm. judith's room is yeah and i feel like I the, thought room, the bedroom was on the other side because when cameron and her go in the dead bodies are in the other room well, I think he moves them because I I feel like Michael. This is later. He on, does. Th- he definitely does pose them. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Michael didn't want any dead bodies in his sister's room. If that Maybe, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> unless I it's his sister, he doesn't want dead bodies in there. Yeah. I let. I let listen. Unless she's naked after having making sex with a one pump chump, I don't want nobody in the, this room. That's dead. Michael stabbed his sister in the tit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I love that. Um, oh man, you know they should have brought back was old one pump chump from nineteen sixty three. Guy was up there. Did we count? Yeah. Was it ten seconds? It, it or nineteen yeah, it seconds? Was, yeah, it's very short. Yeah, so like I feel like. Uh, 
<laughs> what did Rich say? I'm not coming on the bottom floor. I can't do it on the on ground yeah. floors. <laughs> I, got, I gotta be elevated to do that shit. But um That's somebody they need to bring that's that's the key to defeating Michael Myers is yeah. they gotta find this old ass man yeah. who's like who was eight, he was like sixteen in the year nineteen sixty three. <laughs> they gotta find this guy. He's the key to killing Michael Myers. Yeah, nobody ever says what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I had sex with a sister that night. You know, how long did you last? Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about that. Anyway. Uh, um, yeah, I saw, all- I saw you go up the stairs and you came down 19 seconds later. But I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. <laughs> so stupid. Um, yeah, so. The one thing about this is that first they don't lock the door. Which lets Michael in, and then they know someone's in their house, and they don't leave their house. Like it's so dumb. They're, and they're... then, as they're looking around the house, they keep announcing where they are. Yeah. He's like, "This room's empty." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like a uh, Jamie Lee Curtis posted this, but she it was uh, I don't know if you saw it. She posted on Instagram, but it's like a text somebody had where like if they had been country gays, they would have had uh, Michael Myers hogtied. <laughs> And that has really made me laugh. <laughs> Country gays make do. <laughs> uh, that really cracked me up. But um, but yeah, they're, yeah, they're going around. I'm in this room. Yeah. I got this knife. Like Michael, Michael, Michael's probably in there like, oh, good. Yeah, we know. Amateurs. It's like, you're going to fucking die immediately. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do like how he materializes... Uh, Jason Voorhees style to kill Big John, mm-hmm. like stab him up the armpit. Stabs him in the armpit. Ooh. And then does the eye gouge, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. Painful. That was a good kill. Yeah. Actually, the the latest issue of Fangoria, um, they interview Christopher Stevenson, I want to say. He did like the, mm-hmm. he's the, he's the cop. He also plays the bride's uh, um, fiance from Kill Bill, who she's going to marry oh, Tommy. yeah. Yeah. But he he I, I don't know if he still works for KMB Effects, but at the time he worked for KMB Effects. He did the effects mm-hmm. for Kill Bill, and he played the cop who didn't want to eat the peanut butter jelly bond me sandwich, and then like <laughs> his head gets turned into the jack o' lantern. <laughs> anyway, there's a cool article where he talks about um, getting the uh, doing the gag of uh, the guy getting stabbed in the eye. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like he was in the back seat with like blood squirters to like do that. And oh, like wow. they didn't, they didn't tell him because it was like in the article. It makes it seem like I, he says it was like the sun was coming up, and they had to do this real quickly and like really like, fast. Yeah, it was like six fifty eight in the morning when they did that. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So if you had the latest Fangoria, read that. I don't know why I'm trying to find Halloween Kills on IMDb when I have it already up on here. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to find his name, Christopher Nelson. Christopher Nelson's his name. Nice. Anyway. Yeah, he's, he did Kill Bill. He also did Suicide Squad. Oh, the bad Suicide Squad. Anyway, what are we talking about? Halloween. We haven't um, had many tangents. Very he surprised. kills Big John, and then Little John finds him. Yeah. Michael, you've come home. Michael, you've come... Like, run. <laughs> Which, uh, this is a note I would like to say on the podcast. 
Actor Michael McDonald is the only person to be have been killed by Mike Myers and Michael Myers on screen. <laughs> because he got ran over by a steamroller in Austin Powers. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. You've seen Austin Powers, the guy that's like, stop! Yeah. yeah. And like, it's like he's so far away. They're like, move! <laughs> anyway, that's Michael McDonald. I haven't seen that in so long. I do remember I w- that, though. I- I watched the first two this year, and the funniest part is like there's a deleted uh, subplot where every mm-hmm. henchman that Austin Powers dies, they cut they cut to that person's family. <laughs> it's such a funny thing. They're like they get a phone call that like it's like that their son passed away. <laughs> it's like my my husband works at he works at he works for Doctor Evil in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's like I just found out he got run over by a steamroller. <laughs> it's just scenes of that. It's very funny. And like the guy that who gets funny. his head uh, chewed off by uh, like sea bass or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, like his family gets a call. It's very funny. Oh, where are we at? Um. Oh, so to Big John and up. Little John get killed. Yeah, yeah Karen runs upstairs to try to stop the mob from hurting the other mental patient. But before this, we got Lori running through trying to stop the mob, and Lori knees a doctor in the crotch and, like, yeah, rips her stitches. and then hurts herself. Yeah. Oh, man. Which I can only imagine how much that hurt, even though she shot herself up with God knows what. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know it hurts after she already took those pain meds. Yeah. And she talks about, yeah, how this is all Michael's masterpiece, like, causing all this panic and whatnot. Yeah. Which Michael's like, I'm just trying to go home. Is that when Hawkins says it's actually his fault? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think... (laughs) Yeah, because Frank tells Lori that what happened... Yeah, Frank finally tells Lori what happened in 78, and then Frank stops Loomis from killing Michael. And they say, every time somebody's Mm -hmm. afraid, the boogeyman wins. And that's when they have the conversation, it needs to die. And then Lori says, and I'm the one that's going to kill it. (laughs) And I'm the one that's going to kill him. (laughs) I love how they refer to him as it. This is great. Yeah, it's like a a callback to to Dr. Loomis, who calls him it in the first movie. How does Pennywise feel about all this? Michael Myers is trying to appropriate... Stealing his title. Being it. (laughs) And then, we, yeah, we have Karen trying to save the penguin, which I was wondering what she was doing. She, like, locked the door when behind me. she was, me. like, locking the doors, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I knew what she was doing, but, like, I figured she'd be in the room with him. And she was like, yeah. nah, I'm going to sit this one out. I'll be, all right. I'll be out here if you need me. And then, yeah. I guess she t- wanted to be able to tell the people not to go in, but it didn't really work, so. Yeah. Which his, yeah, he jumps to his death. And that Oh, and then was, they show the body. Oh, and he's twitching with his brains yeah. all over the place? Ooh. Oh, that part was... That was a gruesome death. And his arm's, like, up here somewhere. <laughs> Oof, yeah. <laughs> Oof. And then Mike... And then, yeah, to- Tommy. Which I wouldn't keep calling him Tommy Jarvis, because that's... Uh, <laughs> he's That's Friday the 13th. But uh, Tommy's like... Um, How do you he's know like, it's not him, Lee? Yeah. He always wears his mask. And I wrote down, probably because Michael doesn't look like the fucking penguin. <laughs> I like when the um, when the crowd's right outside the door and he looks at uh, Karen and he's like, Karen, what's wrong? And Karen's like, it's not him. <laughs> yeah. It's like all in slow motion and shit. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, yeah, then we cut back to... Yeah, the whole jump in between 78 and 2018 was very... 
jarring it sometimes because then we have mm-hmm. Frank just reminiscing about how another cop covered up the death of uh, yeah, yeah. Jim Cummings. Which is kind of like, I mean, in this situation, like you understand it, but it's like, just think about how real cops cover up stuff like that all the time. Yeah. They're trying to say something, Peyton. <laughs> A little social commentary in these movies about, you know, cop cover up and mob mentality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, then this is when they finally realize Michael isn't after Laurie and that he's going home. Yeah, okay, okay. I jumped the gun on that a bit. And then Lonnie, <laughs> just like, yeah, what he does is... <laughs> I know him. I've, yeah. I've met him before. He always goes home. Me and him He always bros. goes home that one time. <laughs> Me and him are bros. He always, what he does is, he stalks, he kills, he goes home. That's what he does. He's bros. <laughs> one night, we were out We were out at the bar, watching a talent show. That's, our, that's my fucking thing. You... <laughs> By the way, there was a ventriloquist at the bar tonight. I was laughing my ass off drinking my bourbon. Nobody was watching him. It was just me. Anyway. He was enjoying that ventriloquist performance. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> um, and then he gets, yeah, he gets the call from Cameron after that. Well, what we jumped over was uh, when they finally found Lindsay and put her in the car. Mm-hmm. They're like, remember how we used to, like a little scene, remember how we used to dare ourselves to go to the Myers house? Yeah. Lonnie's the only one who did it. He goes, I didn't do it. I, was I just too made scared. that up. Yeah, I was too scared. <laughs> and then it cuts to another scene. I'm like, do we need that scene? Anyway. <laughs> I feel like that was like to really drill it into people that like Lonnie is the guy that like Loomis was like, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. And then we got, yeah, and then they go to the Myers house. And Lonnie decides to go in alone mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they did that, but he's like, yeah, if you hear anything, honk the horn or whatever. And it's like, why'd you even bring Allison then if you weren't going to let her go in? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's I, the point? And I love how, as soon as he walks in, there's a gunshot. Like, yeah. immediately. <laughs> as if Michael was, like, right by the door. And then yeah. it's like, immediately there's a gunshot. <laughs> um, Which, if that's the case, Michael is a quick operator. Because this means that... I'm going to say it's the span of 19 seconds. Lonnie walks in, gets killed, <laughs> shoots a shot, just like the other guy did. And then yeah. um, Michael picks Michael his body takes up him upstairs, and shoves him up, shoves the, him the, up attic. the attic. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, he's quick. He's like, listen, yeah. I've had 40 years of practice. I've been, you know how many orderlies I've killed? A lot. <laughs> so, yeah, he puts him in there. And then, and then we got, yeah, Cameron and Allison going in there, mm-hmm. which I really like this little part. Of them going to the uh, closet, because it's like, yeah, yeah, I like that part too. And they shoot for some reason. There's a pumpkin in the closet. Yeah, Allison kills a pumpkin. That pumpkin did nothing. (laughs) 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 And then they go upstairs and they find um, Big John and Little John, Mm -hmm. and there's a record playing, which I want to know because that record was not on earlier. No. I want a scene of Michael looking. Michael the changing vinyl. the record, looking through he's the vinyl. Like, like he like lick, licks his finger and like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking through the T's trying to find Jethro Tull. He can't find Jethro Tull. It's like damn it. That's another thing about yeah. that King Cast episodes. They talk about Michael Myers' love for Jethro Tull. I feel like everybody's listened to our podcast anyway. 
They are. We're I so feel like famous. we've talked about Tull on here before. <laughs> and then, and then he, he sets up the dead bodies just like the their the picture photograph. together. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was very sweet. I very thought. romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, was very sweet. sentimental for Michael, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> what? A- <laughs> Michael's right, like, whoa, two guys can fuck two. Let's uh, let's put them together. <laughs> they uh, saw a letterbox review that I saw that was like, it was like a two star review of this movie. It was like, oh no, not Michael's homophobic phase. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so he, Michael listen. doesn't discriminate. He kills everyone. Yeah, he kills everybody. Yeah, he's an equal <laughs> opportunity killer. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, the blood dripping part was really cool. That was a nice mm, little nod. Yeah. Like, so non Halloween 6, I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I might be reading into this, <laughs> but blood dripping, I think, a Halloween 6. Yeah. There's also blood dripping in Halloween 2, so whatever. Um, And then, yeah, Lonnie's in the attic. And then, yeah, I wrote down, this is the 18th dead body that I, I have, like, a count of, like. <laughs> of dead bodies on I your don't have I don't have who got killed. I just have yeah. a number than eight than dead bodies. Yeah. That's number 18. Nice. And then, yeah, Michael starts beating the shit out of Cameron. Stabs Cameron, doesn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he stabs uh, him and then Cameron shoots the gun. Yeah, and then I know Allison stabs him three times, stabs Michael three times. Yes, and then then he pushes her down the stairs. Yeah, and then he starts beating the shit out of Cameron with the banister. Oh my god, that's so rough. Yeah. And And he, like, shoves his head through the spokes and the banister. That part uh, where she's like, come and get me, motherfucker, and he's like, all right, I'll stop. And then, like, he walks down the stairs and on his way down, snaps his neck. Yeah, snaps his neck. I was like, wow. And I, and I just immediately thought, like, Michael's was like, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thought I was done, but I ain't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 19, that's the 19th dead body. Yeah. And then, kind of like uh, in the first movie, where it's like, now. Like, come, like do it now. And yeah, then, kill me. Yeah, yeah. Like, do it and now. Then, and then Karen. Karen comes in. Oh, yeah. that was so good. With yeah. the, uh, with the, uh, what's Pitchfork. it? Pitchfork, yeah. Which, Which Big John referenced. Big John or Big John referenced earlier. Was like, I'm going to give him with a pitchfork next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I really like that she takes Michael's mask and is like, please keep away with it. Yeah, this yeah, whole yeah, this whole part is great. Like, yeah, lowering Michael, and then like you kind of see him, but don't really see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like that she gets to see his face and and then makes him follow her. That's a really good. Um, uh, yeah, bit moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mob traps Michael, and then yeah, Sheriff Brackett gets to say, "Hey, Michael, it's Halloween. Everyone's Everybody's entitled, entitled to a good scare." Oh, so good. <laughs> but they're like, wait so long before they start attacking him. I'm like, why are you waiting until he puts his mask on? Just fucking kill this guy. Listen, they <laughs> they want they wanted to attack him at full strength, as we've established. <laughs> Michael's article of clothing is much like uh, clothing you wear in a role, like a role play, an RPG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, certain things do certain things. Like, well, I wouldn't want him at full strength. I would want him weak as hell, so I'm fucking kill him once and for all. Plus, that mask is plus three sneak. We all know this. <laughs> the uh, yeah, the more he kills, the more he transcends into something that's impossible to defeat. I thought that was a good line. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I like this whole like Ma beating the shit out of Michael as Laurie and Fr- uh, Hawkins have this conversation mm-hmm. about yeah. evil and whatnot. Yeah. And then Karen finally stabs him in the back and leaves mm-hmm. it there, which is a dumb decision on her behalf. Yeah. And this normally is where a Halloween movie ends. Yeah, when you think Michael's dead, yeah. Yeah, but they... In which this is how this is different from all the other um, Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, this is part of the review that I... Uh, when I read Joe Bob Briggs' review, I'm like, I didn't even think about that. Which I didn't... Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't... Because he talks about how it's groundbreaking, which I didn't really think that was gr- that groundbreaking at the time. Then I thought about it, and I was just like, yeah, he really, you know... This is this is the la- this is the first scene of the next movie, but we're getting it at the end of this movie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Michael takes the knife out and just goes to fucking town. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. He goes to fucking town on the town. <laughs> yeah, he kill he immediately kills Bracket by slap like slitting his throat. Mm-hmm. And then he like stabs a bunch of people. The cleanest Achilles tendon slashing I've ever seen in a movie. Just, Ugh, yeah. Which I've talked about this with friends. Uh, why is that such a visceral thing to happen in a movie? Like, we have never had our Achilles tendon yeah. slit. I, I think it's because it's such like a visible, like, I don't know. I feel like, like it's... A- like uh, I can imagine that it is so painful, though. Yeah, but we—I think it's because we've all like we've all hit our foot. Yeah. So like maybe that's what it could be. I did not say this. A friend of mine said this. I'm repeating yeah. what they said. <laughs> <laughs> In case they're listening. Yeah. Anyway, um, they're like, "Hey, I said that. Nick didn't say that shit. He was playing on his phone." <laughs> um. So yeah, twenty. Uh, bracket is the twentieth death. By my count. Then he kills a bunch <laughs> of townies. And then this is intercut with, yeah, with Karen looking through the window mm-hmm. and seeing little little Michael, little baby yeah, Michael. She's, yeah, she's at home. She's at the Myers house with uh, Allison and the police. And then she, for some reason, she decides to go upstairs and go into Judith's room. I think she's trying to, trying to demystify him because she's seen his face. Yeah, yeah. And she's thinking about, like, that thing that, that uh, Hawkins was talking about, about how he would stand and stare out the window. Mm-hmm. I think she's maybe trying to understand his his thinking process or something. I don't know. Yeah. And I love, like, during this whole montage, it keeps getting back to Tommy as he watches all the people he recruited die. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> he's, it's as if he's charging up. He's, like, gripping that baseball bat. He think like, maybe he's <laughs> going to take him out. And then Michael said, fuck off. And, like, grabs the yeah. bat and is kills Tommy and then beats the shit out of him on the bat. Yeah. He's number 27. And then the death with Karen was just... Yeah. I Do you I think was, that she's dead? Well, there's that long shot at the end where she's just laying there with her eyes open. Yeah, I think... Yeah. I don't know. But Both kinda, Taylor and my brother were like, I don't know if she's dead or not. Or she's yeah, dead that's another... It's like, another Hawkins-like death. Yeah, when you don't really yeah. know. Because she's looking at the camera, but she could be playing possum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. And that's the, that's the, uh, as that's they say in, as they say in, as they say in Save the Cat, the final image. 
<laughs> Lori looking out the window. Now my prediction for this next movie is that yeah, it's gonna be Lori Allison and Hawkins teaming up to take down mm-hmm. Michael. Yeah. And I think yeah. it'll definitely be more Lori centric than this one was, obviously. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> um the thing that I read um that is on the Wikipedia is that apparently the next movie is going to take place four years later. And originally it was supposed to also take place in the same night. Um, and that they're going to address COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic in the, the last movie, which is not something that I know that I need in a Halloween movie. No. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, this is this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. It opens up. Everybody in Haddonfield's dead. Except for Michael. Because he's the only one that wore a mask. He's the only one that wore a mask. And surprisingly, double vaxxed. Yeah. Like he's, he got both doses. He, kill, he killed all the hospital staff and just dosed himself. What if, it cut, what if the, like, the first thing you see is just like... Leaves rolling and it just says Halloween 2022. Yeah, and like this, kind of like at the opening of uh, in Hall- on the original Halloween when it says Haddonfield yeah. Halloween, it just yeah. says Haddonfield Halloween 2022, and then that yeah, that starts playing, and it starts showing the whole city, and there's cars that are just got the door open, yeah. Abandoned, got the door open, skeletons next to him. Mass mass tumbleweeding across the the fucking streets. And like, what happened? And like everybody, you know, and then we see Laurie emerge out of nowhere and she's wearing a motherfucking hazmat suit. And guess what? She's vaxxed up too. And then Michael is just in his house. His by the way. Beautifully remodeled house. <laughs> he was like, you know, I actually liked what these. And he's like, I like this a lot this more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna replace this bed because I feel like we should have a wood bed, not a, not a, not a metal frame bed. But hey, whatever. I get a new bed. I got a new bed. Anyway, so Michael's just in there listening to his records, and then Lori shows up with her hazmat suit and beat the, they. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like a, a, a full length version of that fight from They Live, but with Lori and Michael. Oh my god. <laughs> what if Michael is not vaxxed and it's Lori going, take the vax and she's just instead of putting on the glasses, she's yelling, take the vax and she's like she's, she's got like a, a bandolier, two bandoliers full of like Moderna in one bandolier and then Pfizer in the other. Johnson and Johnson, I'm sorry, you're not getting a bandolier. Anyway. <laughs> what if, but this is uh this is two weeks after she got him the first time. Or is yeah. it? T- no, well, it was twenty days. Never mind. I'm, yeah, I'm getting my shit mixed up. She had to wait a month to get the second dose. Anyway, <laughs> ooh. Anyway, yeah, it writes itself. So it does. So yeah, I, I the, can see where it's going. I feel. I feel like my uh, this pitch that we've come up with. You know, this is probably about a forty-five minute short film. Uh, <laughs> I guess the rest of it's just Lori. Uh, it's like a cook. Like she does, like on the side, she does. She's uh, started doing like an online, like YouTube cooking show. 
like a survival <laughs> show, like you know, like yeah. some apocalypse cooking, and like yeah, that's yeah. the rest of the video. Doomsday like, prep cooking, yeah. And, and it's shot just like binging with Babish, but with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> anyway, ah, <laughs> uh, right, Peyton. Ooh. Well, how many pumpkins do you give give this movie? <laughs> Um, uh, I wish I remembered my rankings from the other movies. Yeah, I had them at some point. I knew them all. I know Halloween's 100 Pumpkins. Oh, absolutely. That's the (laughs) blueprint. That's the blueprint. Yeah. Um, That's the Jay-Z album. The blueprint. Yeah. (laughs) I would, um, I don't know, like 85 Pumpkins. Yeah. I I thought it was good. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go that high. I would say this is in the seventies. I wish I knew what we ranked the other ones because, yeah, like, yeah. The more I think about it, and the more we talk about it, the more like the more I think about this movie, the more I like it. Yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. Should like, we do? Um, should we do uh, MVP LVP like we? Um, used? yeah, I think MVP for me is going to be. Um, I got. I, I was going to jokingly say. Old man eating pasta. <laughs> but I remember just watching this movie going, Judy Greer is so fucking good in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is a reason, that is one of the reasons why I think that they may have killed her at the end because they they did kind of have a focus on Karen and sort of like her point of view. Well, they did that um, shit for like Stranger Things season three. Like they gave, they gave uh, Hopper all this badass shit to do. Then they mm-hmm. fucking killed him off. It's like, yeah, oh, that's why I'm they pretty did that. Sure, I'm pretty sure he's coming back, though. So, Well, yeah, they reveal that he's <laughs> in a Russian prison somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, usually when they give a, give a character like a badass arc, it's yeah. because they're going to kill that they're character. They're going to die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked Karen. Um, I, I, I think that um, Kyle Richards was really good. Um, LVP, I would say... Is maybe Tommy Doyle? I don't know. <laughs> I feel the same. Yeah, I just I felt something murky about the, his character's uh, progression, and um, yeah, but I mean, I he's got a hell of a Anthony Michael Hall did a great job. Yeah, he had a hell of a character arc because he yeah. was just. I mean he he is the filmmaker's answer to like the Trump era and like mm-hmm. mob mentality and all that shit. Yeah, like mob yeah, yeah. justice, like. Yeah. I see what they were trying to say, but it's just and like, sort of like how desperate people can be when they're like afraid of something. Um, and I think it was definitely an interesting um, argument. I, j- I just don't know how I felt about it being Tommy being the, the face of it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, who would you, okay. Which Tommy do you prefer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird, out of this and Halloween. Uh, the yeah. Cur- weird, creepy, <laughs> the curse of Michael Myers taking care of babies. <laughs> Paul Rudd, Mike, or uh, Tommy, or, you know, voted for Trump in 2016, would have voted for him in 2020 had he lived, Tommy Doyle, Anthony Michael Hall. That's really hard. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go little kid, because that little kid, like, yeah. comic books and little, dressing like yeah, a spaceman. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. The third option. Yeah, the third option. None of the above. <laughs> uh, I still think that Lindsay should have been... Uh, in Halloween 5. Yeah. I always think about this. I think this. she should have been the main babysitter. Yeah. In Halloween, because, uh, what's her name? Oh, fuck. She dies. From Halloween 5. Or or Rachel Halloween from f- Halloween 4. Yeah, she dies. And then she's, yeah. and then like the new babysitter's the piece of shit, Tina, that's her yeah. name. Anyway, yeah. I feel like it, it should have been Lindsay instead of Tina. Yeah. 
Definitely. Absolutely. Um, it doesn't make sense to me to like create new characters when you could have, even if it's not the same actress, like bring back the same character so that it's someone familiar. Yeah. Had they already filmed Halloween well, one, ends? I don't know because I, I thought that they filmed both of these, both of them at the same time until I read that thing about COVID-19 and I was like, yeah, Maybe they, they, did, did they didn't film them back to back. They were, yeah. that was the original idea, but then they, yeah. I guess they abandoned that. Let's go to the wiki. Cause apparently according to IMDb, uh, they're in post-production. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, it's supposed to be, it's still supposed to be released because they would um, have started filming last month if they Yeah. Anyway. On Wikipedia it says Andy uh Matichek, who plays um Allison revealed the filming was planned back to back with Halloween ends, but did not occur due to the intense schedule. Yeah. I read that as well. Which yeah, yeah if you're filming I can imagine like, you know, filming three Lord of the Rings at the same time, but I feel like shooting two horror movies back to back would probably be pretty stressful. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. LVP, yeah, I'm going to say Michael, not Michael, uh, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. Karen was so, oh yeah, Judy Greer. I love Judy Greer and everything she's in, so. Me too. And I think, yeah. I hope she gets some some more great work after this because she deserves it. Well, like we've referenced Super Yaki before, but they have like a shirt that says like Judy Greer should have been the lead. Yeah. <laughs> so after watching this movie, if they still sell that shirt, I might buy that shirt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, wow. Trying to think of another thing that we usually do. We did the pumpkins rating, which I I would rate it like I would rate this one like seventy eight. Yeah, seventy eight pumpkins. That's fair. Um, I think we would do like an, another rating, like oh, based off of the kill. movie. What's the oh what's, best kill? What, what's the best kill you thought? Thought I can't talk. Um, <laughs> we're coming up on. Two I think hours. the one. I think the one that made me like wince the most was that fluorescent bulb in the throat. Yeah, that one's. I yeah, I think I'm gonna go. That one's very good, but I think I'll probably go with Big John. Just because, like, oh yeah, the the and the L, and then pushing the eyes in, yeah, it's cl- it's classic good. Michael because you yeah. didn't see him coming, yeah, and then, um, yeah, you didn't see him coming, and then he does the fucking he does an eye gouge thing, which is crazy. <laughs> you don't see ever see Michael do that yeah. before. Now, most creative kill was the car door. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Michael was just like, I'm- you think he did that on purpose? <laughs> it- <laughs> I would have loved it if there was a shot of like he did that and after the shot there was a shot of Michael looking at the camera going <laughs> like, like like ain't I a rascal I, ain't I a rascal I love, I love, yeah, I love Michael Myers ain't I a rascal shot anyway <laughs> we didn't get a head tilt in this movie that would have been a good spot for a head tilt like <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. I, I don't know. Every t- I keep I keep listening. You can't see me, but I keep doing uh, Robert De Niro style head tilts as Michael. Like, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. I like that kill. 
<laughs> I want that pill. Anyway, <laughs> Limitless. Haven't seen it. <laughs> Actually, I keep thinking about the MVP. Another MVP is just the dude who looks fucking just like Loomis. That was cool. Yeah, anyway. that was amazing. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe that that's just like some face stuff. That's insane. Yeah. I saw like some behind the scenes pictures and like the guy looked kind of like Donald Pleasance. Mm-hmm. And then they put they threw some prosthetics on him. And I was just like, holy shit, this guy looks like Donald Pleasance. Yeah, that's insane. MVP, the that guy in the makeup. <laughs> the <laughs> construction coordinator, it turns yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why N says it's in post production. I don't even think they've had started filming it. Right, they might not got, have updated it. What we got for this? Uh, on July 26, twenty nineteen, it was confirmed that Nick Castle will return for both sequels for some scenes as Michael and James Jude Courtney again. We playing them. Titles, release dates, October twenty twenty. Said it really, yeah. Um, I keep burping. Excuse me. It's just dumb. This film will be the final installment in the Michael Myers Laurie Strode saga films. It will take place after Halloween and Halloween. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I I usually try to find most useless IMDb trivia because it's like, yeah, we fucking know. Like, you know, like in like a Ghostbusters two, like, there's like a trivia item like the bookstore that Ray owns is called Ray's Occult Books. Like, yeah, we know he <laughs> says it in the movie. That's not trivia. That's a plot point. <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay. David Gordon Green confirmed in an interview for Halloween Kills that for Halloween ends, there will be a four year time gap between the two films. So yeah, it takes place in 2022. Okay, I like the temporary poster they have for Halloween ends. Pretty cool. Look it up. It's on IMDb, listener. <laughs> anyway. I love how this... It's obvious... I think it's a fan poster. Mm-hmm. But it says... And this... Uh, from executive producer John Carpenter and the studio that brought you Sinister, Insidious, and Paranormal Activity. Oh, it says Halloween Returns. Yeah, this is obviously a fan poster. Yeah. It's a good one, though. I'll show it to you. That's on IMDb? Yeah, I'll do the little screen share. Oh, oh, I do like that. That's a cool little poster. What else we got? Yeah. Oh, that's dumb. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Evil Will Fall. I like that. Anyway. Yeah, they referred to uh, Michael's mask as the s'more. That was funny <laughs> for this movie. That's a little tidbit I learned yeah. from Fangoria. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode, Peyton. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, I'll see you again in a year, I guess. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this. Like, I was really excited about talking about a horror movie. And I was just like, pitch this to you. Because Rich and I are in the middle of Ghostbusters right now. Mm-hmm. And we, I don't think we're going to do Jurassic Park next year just because that's a very uneven. That's a franchise that the first movie is great and then it just falls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> It's just like, it just drops off the, just like, the first movie's done, you're like, bye, and just jumps <laughs> down. Which, Jurassic Park 3 is good. I will say that. It's like a 1950s <laughs> monster movie I love. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I was thinking that, like, maybe do, like, just, like, maybe one-off horror stuff, like, me and you yeah. pick something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That sounds good to me. That's a good I've that's watched a, good a lot of really new ones this year that are really good, so. I've been doing a thing, because... 
we're we're it's October nineteenth. We're recording right now, so um, I've just been watching horror movies I've never seen before. Yeah, that's what I've been doing too. I watched the um, the I'm sure you've already seen it, but the In Search of Darkness documentary on Shutter. Yeah, and I've been like watching all those that I haven't seen before. It's just because I love the '80s and horror films. It's four hours long. It's long. <laughs> that's yeah. my. <laughs> yeah, I watched that like Hall- the October first because I think that was like what was October first last year? That was a Thursday, and I was unemployed because of the pandemic. And yeah, I spent like I was like, okay, it's October first, time to watch this horror movie. I got all day to kill. Mm-hmm. And then like they released the sequel, and I'm like, oh, the sequel's even longer. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't just make it a series. Like why they didn't cut it into episodes? It's weird. Anyway. <laughs> I- I'm not going to do my critique of the In Search of Darkness movie. There's just one guy in it who's very annoying. And he's like, his duty is to explain the plot of all these movies to you. And he's like, yeah. some guy from some show. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? Anyway, wasn't enough Bruce Campbell is what I'm saying. But yeah. the the first In Search of Darkness has the great Joe Bob Briggs line. Their hair wasn't teased. It was bullied. Yes. <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. Anyway. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about that off mic. What yeah. the hell did I do? I have a Ghostbusters part right here that I'm like working on. Yes. <laughs> anyway. I was like, there's there's one hole on one Are side. Are you guys going to cover the... Oh, very nice. There's like a hole on one side and, and another hole. Like, just one hole. Oh, yeah, anyway, I see. I was confused because I was like... Because one side has two holes, the other side has one. So I was like... And I was like, where's the second hole? <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, what are you going to ask... Are you guys going to cover the new Ghostbusters? When it com- when does that come out? Soon? It comes out a month from today. That we're recording oh, yeah. com- comes out uh, November 19th. Nice. Which, there's a lot of cool stuff, like learning about proton packs and stuff like that. Like Adam Savage, mm-hmm. who I already love, watching his tested videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I became a fan of Adam Savage after Mythbusters, which I think is weird. But like he like <laughs> builds prop replicas and stuff like that. But he's yeah. like, he built his own proton pack. He did a Adam Incognito at New York Comic Con with the Proton Pack. I recommend looking all this stuff up. It's very cool. And then he visited the set and then saw all the Proton Packs they in like parts and all that stuff. They aren't mm-hmm. props they built for Afterlife. It's all very cool. So yeah, we'll de- we're definitely gonna cover that one. That'll come out next month around Thanksgiving. Nice. Anyway, all right, Peyton. End of Have podcast. a good one. Thanks no, for listening in, everybody. <laughs> I don't know how we end these. Um, yeah, we used to do a quote on the old ones. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have any quote. Rip does the quotes in this time, and he always picks a quote out. Let's see what quote. Um, I feel like he needs to die, and I'm the one that's gonna get him. Is there good. We g- all right. Give me. A, all right, we're gonna end it on this. Give me a dramatic reading of that line as Will Patton as Officer Frank Hawkins. He needs to die, and I'm the one that's gonna get him. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.